Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Okay, my name is Buddy Shula. Welcome to this segment. And it is that time of the year, or at least coming up to that time of the year, where the ride for Roswell is happening. And this year that is being held on Saturday, June 25th, at uh, UB, and the uh, routes range from 3 to 100 miles for the ride for Roswell. They offer an option for any age, any skill level, and the most apart, important part, of course, for, of the uh, ride for Roswell is the opportunity to celebrate and remember those in the community that have been touched by cancer and to raise funds to save more lives. You can register today by going to Ride for Roswell. Dot org, but we are actually on the phone with the founder of the Ride for Roswell, and that is Mitch Flynn. Mitch, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, buddy. Nice, uh, nice to uh, talk to you over the phone, and I'm happy to tell you a lot about the ride. Well, and I'm, I'm and I'm anxious to ask you a lot about the ride because the ride for Roswell. I think every you know anybody who's been in Buffalo for any period of time uh, knows has heard of it. They may not know it like we're going to talk about it now, but they've heard of it. But, what, what you know, when I saw that uh, your name, Ed, you're the founder of this, so how how did the Ride for Roswell come about? Well, I, I, can, I can point to three or four things that got it started that all kind of came together at the right time. Uh, personally, my background was I had done a lot of biking, and I biked across country in 1975 and was looking for way to connect with other people who are interested in biking. So I was always interested in that. That that was one. Two was my father-in-law, Jack Goldstein, died of cancer in 1991. Coincidentally, the same year that the Buffalo Bills lost their first Super Bowl, I gave the eulogy at his funeral and talked about his loss and the Bills lost and trying to come back from things like that. And the third thing of the three things that were really came together was the start of what was called the Roswell Park Alliance by Ann and Donna Joya in memory of Ann's daughter, uh, Catherine Ann Joya, who had died of a rare cancer the year before. Uh, Ann invited me to join that group, and I did that. And then as part of that, in my volunteer capacity, uh, came up with the idea for the ride in 1995 and uh, proposed it in 1996. 27 years ago was our first year. So that's that's how it got started. I mean, that that had to have, there, that's a lot of components to have to put together to uh, have something of this stature. And, uh, I mean, I bet at first it was really something trying to put this all together. And now look where it is all these years later where, you know, everybody knows about it, where it's a, it's a great fundraiser for Roswell Park. And you've done an amazing job on that, uh, and that's for sure. Again, you can go to the website. If you're wanting to support or you're wanting to ride, uh, you can do that by going to rideforroswell.org. So as we are just around the corner, and it's hard to believe that June 25th is just around the corner, but uh, tell us about this year's event. 
Well, as you said, it's June 25th. It's a Saturday, but it's actually a two-day event. It's a Friday night and a Saturday event. And the Friday night component uh, has several different elements that make it really dramatic, impactful, moving, and I'll walk you through those. The first part of it is what's called the Peloton, and that starts at Roswell Park downtown, and it's a 12-mile, two-by-two police-led ride through the city out to UB by about 150 to 200 top fundraisers who gather on Carlton Street right at the hospital at Roswell Park. Um, They do a tribute to the patients in the upper floors of the hospital, hop on their bikes, ride through the city at about 10 miles an hour, and arrive at UB in front of a huge crowd of cheering doctors, nurses, clinicians, patients, survivors, families, uh, for a really dramatic entrance into um, the space at UB. Following that, though, is what what really makes the event happen, which is there's a torch uh, on the UB grounds that is in the shape of the ride logo, which is a rider with his fist raised up in the air. And we invite a survivor or a family member every year to light that torch. So if you think about the Olympics, and the ride has a lot of, a lot of uh, features that are common to the Olympics that way. It's like the, lighting the torch for the Olympics to get, like the Olympics get started, this is how the ride gets started. So we light the torch, uh, huge outpouring of emotion, a uh, few remarks, and then we're off. And then Saturday, we do the ride at UB. And as you, as you said, it has a variety of different distances, everything from three to 100 miles. So you can think of it as something really for everybody. Anybody who can ride a bike can do the ride. Three miles for kids or families, 100 miles for hardcore nutcases, or however you want to think of them, athletes, uh, triathletes, uh, people who are really into biking, not necessarily either of those categories, but just people who want to do a long ride. And a lot of times, I I kind of made fun of it, but a lot of times people will do that just for the challenge of it, to be able to say they did 100 miles, and they'll do it because they have a friend, family member, or even themselves who are surviving cancer or in their memory. So all those things come together over the two days of June 20. 4th and 25th at UB, and that, that's the basic idea behind the ride. Amazing. Are there any, like, they have e-bikes out now and stuff like that. Are those allowed? Are all different kind of bikes allowed if you're riding? It's a good question. Um, pretty much everything is allowed. Uh, we, you know, we respectfully ask people who have e-bikes to take it easy so that they, they don't nece- necessarily uh, overtake people too quickly because one of the issues about e-bikes is how, how fast you can go on them and that can take people by surprise. So, of yeah. course, wearing a helmet and riding a bike are, are what the event is all about. So the last two years uh, that we've been going through COVID, how has that uh, affected uh, ride, ride for Wild as well? Yeah, thanks for that question. It's, it's impacted it tremendously, like everything else. I mean, you can't really look at anything in the United States or the world that hasn't been really changed or impacted by it. And the ride's the same thing. But what I will say is that the ride, and especially the ride team who work for the Roswell Park Alliance, have done a phenomenal job in reacting to the pandemic and reconfiguring the ride in 2020 in particular, and again in 2021, to make it happen. And one of the ways they did that was by creating a category called a virtual rider. So you remember back in 2020, everybody was in the beginning of the pandemic and didn't really know what we could do or, or, or should do. Six feet away, you know, avoid gatherings and all that. So what the ride did was create a 
category for people who didn't want to gather in groups called a virtual rider and or ride your own way and let them do whatever they wanted to do and fundraise on their own. And then in addition to that, they took the event from its single start and finish point at UB and spread it out into the community and into various venues, Akron, um, the waterfront, uh, Roswell Park itself, and made it smaller groups with staggered starting times, wearing masks, et cetera. That was 2020. So again, so here's what happened. So then 2021 comes around, and, and we've got a, a dip in the incidence of COVID, which made the whole thing a lot easier to manage. So we were back at UB in part. We were at Niagara Community College. We were on the waterfront. We were on Grand Island, able to split up people. We, we had almost as many riders in 2021 as we had pre-pandemic 2019. And in 2021, we raised almost as much money, $5.1 million, as we raised in 2019, pre-pandemic, which was $5.6 million. 2020, we had a big dip in fundraising because it was the first year of the pandemic. We were, mm-hmm. we were down about $3.4 million. So you can see that it went from its pre-pandemic high of 5.6, pandemic low of 3.4, and then rebounded last year into 5.4. And we're hoping for this year, 2022, back at UB, start and finish, all the, all the routes in the same place, no masks, to be able to, to recover where we were in 2019 and hopefully break the $6 million mark for this year. Now, what I will also add to that, too, is what the lifetime total for the event has been since it started in 1996. Through last year, the event has raised a cumulative $63 million. And uh, we're, what we're really shooting for, and it's a knock on wood. Can you hear that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. You got a knock on your head and wood. <laughs> Well, it was it could have been my head, but in this case it was wood. My my head's okay. I wear a helmet all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what what I would say is that our goal for the thirtieth uh, anniversary of the ride, which is going to be in twenty twenty five, would be to raise a cumulative one hundred million dollars, which would be a lot of a lot of fundraising. We've got four years to do it. We've got twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, four years. It's possible we could do that. We could possibly break the $100 million mark by the twenty by the 30th anniversary. And that, that's been on our, our minds for a couple of years now as a way to look ahead, be optimistic, uh, be dynamic, have a, a, a really a, a, maybe a reach goal, but I think a reachable goal at the same time. I think this is just wonderful. Uh, Roswell is just wonderful. And this ride for Roswell is incredible. We're here with uh, Mitch Flynn, who is the founder of Ride for Roswell. You can get involved by going to rideforroswell.org. And actually, standing next to me, a participant named Sam. We shall not mention the last name, but uh, uh, Sam, you're a participant in this uh, year's event and in other years, too. But this year's kind of special. Tell me what you're doing for the Ride for Roswell in this year's event during those days. Yeah, what I'm doing this year is uh, riding on, uh, on, on, uh, in memory of my daughter, Casey, and also my, uh, my, wife, and, uh, my wife, Annette, who is who's a, a survivor of cancer. Um, three years ago, before the, when the pandemic, we, we had uh, booked an a Alaska trip, which got canceled twice. Oh. And we're, and we are finally going this year. It happens to coincide with Ride for Roswell, which I really wanted to do again. So on June 25th, the day I get to uh, Anchorage, 
I'll be riding the uh, the Tony Knowles Coastal Trail up in uh, up in Anchorage, doing a twenty mile ride. Uh, hopefully, the whole twenty miles, unless a moose gets in my way, but uh, and to and to do the ride to Roswell. I'm I'm I set a personal goal of five thousand because I want to do the uh, get the uh, the brick the engraved brick to um, uh, for my daughter Casey, um, and I'm I'm a little more than halfway there, so I'm pretty excited. Hopefully, we might even do the Peloton the night before. Uh, get on a plane and uh, see if I can pull this off. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to it. Well, uh, I think that's excellent, and that's a, certainly a, a different way to do the ride for Roswell in Alaska. It's going to be nice to hear afterwards. Um, and I hope you reach your $5,000 goal. That's the most important thing. And um, let me ask you this, Mitch, as we um, as we go back to you. So we have a few minutes left, uh, two minutes. So if you could take at least one minute and tell us how people can get involved in this year's event, that would be great. Yeah, uh, thanks for that. Thanks for the opening on that. Well, two things. You can be a volunteer, and the ride usually has around 2,000 volunteers. They do everything from what you might expect, which is uh, at UB, handing out T-shirts and moving stuff around. That's one thing. And then that's pre-event. And then on the day of the event, Saturday, June 25th, we need a lot of people to be at intersections. They're called route guides, and they help direct bike traffic. Usually they're out there with a friend. Uh, they're wearing a reflective vest that says volunteer. Might have a flag with them, and they, and they stop or slow or, or move traffic on through intersections. So those are big things that we need volunteers for. So that's number one. Number two is riders. And uh, pre-pandemic, we, we were up to about 8,000 at one point, and with so many routes, uh, almost a dozen, between three and 100 miles, we're open to anybody who has a bike who wants to ride. And I will say, I do want to throw this in, too, that I want to point out, too, especially that, especially for cancer patients or families of cancer patients or friends of cancer patients, what the ride offers that's so remarkable is a way to take the really difficult experience of a cancer diagnosis and turn it into something positive and, and in a way simple in the sense that what could be simpler than riding a bike and what could be simpler than fundraising for Roswell. Just send some emails out to some friends. And it offers what I would call a healing opportunity to friends, family, survivors themselves, to get out there and say, I've got this diagnosis in my life. I know I can do something about it. I have faith in Roswell. You can help me out. Friends, family, associates, teammates, whoever you might be, classmates, all the neighbors, all the typical people that you might ask for help to do something like this. So all those, all those people who have a cancer diagnosis are given the opportunity through the ride, I think, to do something really uh, healing and, and simple to be able to help get them through their experience. So obviously, so back to the point of the, again, which is that we need riders and want riders. And if you register now, you can also attend the ride kickoff, which is on um, March 30th, and that's coming right up. So here we are at March 16th, so two weeks, two weeks away, and that's done at Riverworks, and it's a high-energy, fun Great way to meet people, find out more about the ride, uh, meet some of the people involved in the ride. So I invite everybody to do that, too. And I invite everyone to make sure to go to that web, uh, website of rideforroswell.org. 
the big day is June 25th, and uh, make sure to get involved in that. It was uh, a really great conversation with Mitch Flynn, uh, Ride for Roswell founder. Uh, in this segment, we really appreciate you being with us uh, in this segment, Mitch. Thank you very much. Good luck uh, this year with the ride. Thank you, buddy. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 